Welcome to Mindsight Collective, an African-centred act tank of great minds that are on the front lines of reforming our black revolution. Join the conversation on Instagram at Mindsight Collective and on Twitter at Mindsight Tweets. Go ahead and check out our website at MindsightCollective.com for provocative thought, art, music and inspiration. My name is Dion and I am your host for this monthly pro-black podcast. Tune in to us every second Wednesday of each month. We will have special guests, inspirational conversations and diving deep into issues that affect us, the melanated and our fight for liberation. You will be educated, empowered and elevated with the Mindsight Collective. In this episode, I speak with Annie Gibbs, a community leader and community businesswoman all about female leadership in the community setting. But before we get to the interview, we will begin our show with today's I Am Mantra. I am power. I am powerful. I am. Power means the ability or capacity to do something or act in a particular way. Power means the ability to influence the behaviour of others or the course of events. You know who were powerful? Harriet Tubman, Nanny Maroon, Mary Seacole, Sadie Smith, Nina Simone, Daisy Bates, Rosa Parks, Miriam McKeever, Dr. Mae Jemison, and you. There comes a time when we will have to be the change we want to see. You cannot wait for someone else to give you the power, but tap into the power in yourself to generate that influence, that change, and a new narrative. You have the power and no one can take that away. No one else is going to be motivated to meet the needs you see like you are. No one can connect and bring people together like you can. Don't wait until you are on your deathbed to have regrets about how you didn't change the world for the better. Start the change today. Don't leave the world the same way you came in. Shake this world with the power you have inside of you. Start today. Start with this mantra. I am power a shay now this is a portion where we will listen to the interview i had with annie gibbs so tell us your thoughts on what was said in the interview at mindsightcollective.com annie gibbs graduated with a combined honors in law and psychology from london south bank university and has 14 years experience working with both the corporate and charitable sector executing successful events workshops and communications being a previously looked after person, having lost her mother at the age of eight years old to HIV, she knows firsthand and fully understands how stigma and prejudice create barriers for individuals towards achieving in life. This drives her passion to create best solutions for our society that prevent or reduce emotional hardship and empower individuals' personal growth slash financial sustainability in the UK and abroad. Annie has a deep desire to enable others to unlock their understanding of how they can create change. Realising this for herself, she has lived a life that enables others to identify their own gifts in order so they can create positive change using the three key pillars, unite, inspire and empower. Since launching Amor Destine, it has evolved from networking events to mentoring workshops. Annie is passionate about advocating for there to be improved quality and access of personal development and well-being services for women and girls worldwide. Hello, Annie. Thank you for joining us to talk about women and community leadership. Oh, thank you so much. It's a pleasure. Thanks for wanting to have a chat with me. No, it's my absolute pleasure. So I met... Annie through a community leadership program and as the weeks and months went on I got to really understand Annie's passion 
in the community, more so wellness and women and the amount of amazing networking events she's been doing and uh, raising the stakes for women, like just giving them more of a platform, more safe spaces to meet. And I thought this would be a great time to get you on the show to talk more, I guess from a female perspective, of being a female founder, of being a community leader, of uplifting women, of focusing on wellness. So thank you so much for agreeing to coming on today's show. I just want you to let our audience know a bit more about yourself, what you do, who you are, you know, things like that. Sure. Um, so I'm Annie Annie Gibbs, and I have um, I live in London, um, and I have um, a brand called Amordes Jean, and Amordes Jean um, is a brand which is aimed at inspiring, uniting, and empowering females. Um, and the reason why I launched Amordes Jean um, is because I felt that there was a need to bring women together in an environment um, where they could feel supported, um, where they could connect and collaborate with one another, and also for them to um, be inspired by other women's um, journeys and other women's stories um, so that they can take that away and know that they can actually achieve some greatness um, for themselves um, and to just know that your life doesn't need to be defined by what is happening to you um, mm. in terms of, you know, I, I um, grew up in foster care. Um, I lost my mother when I was eight years old and for HIV. Wow. So for me, um, it's been incredible. It's been an incredibly challenging journey for me, um, and at times I've wanted to just give up. Um, but there's always been this burning kind of desire, you know, in myself to not not give up. And when I think of my mother and how she didn't give up before she passed away. Mm. Um, you know, I just felt that that's something that needed to um, be um, almost like a legacy as such for my mother, yeah. you know, so that other women who, you know, perhaps have, you know, been unwell or have experienced various challenges like domestic abuse, sexual violence, um, mental health and well-being, that actually... It doesn't need to define your future. So, um, that, mm -hmm. you know, no matter what happens to you in your life, that like you have an opportunity to create whatever steps you want to happen next, whether it, you know, be challenging or not, it doesn't need to define who you are. Um, and and that's, that's the reason why I created the World Destiny. Um, so, More Destiny is also a great opportunity for women to um at my events to launch their brands and services which many many women i've had the real honor and pleasure of um having come and um launch at my events and my platforms um as it's a great opportunity to test it on female um audience and we do have few men that come along as well. <laughs> they like to come and support us. So that's just one thing that I just wanted to put out there, that men are are true supporters of, of female empowerment as well. Yeah. Um, and we will and talk about that as well, because men, you know, we do need our brothers to play a significant part, even when we're talking about women. So I'm glad you've touched on it now, but we'll definitely unpack that a little bit more. Yeah. Okay, brilliant, yes. Um, yes, yeah, so um, as a result of um, launching my brand, I kind of have, have authentically um, become a coach for some of these women, um, mm. or you could call me a mentor. Yeah, um, yeah. They, they tend to gravitate towards me to ask me for advice, um, and and I have given that time to them freely, you know. Um, 
And as a result, I decided that, you know what, my brand um, is a great brand that helps other women to create their own destiny. So I have a business, free business, mentoring um, clinic, um, which is called Destiny Creators Clinic, where I can provide um, a safe space, um, a a continuity um, for these women who can get support for myself and also I can refer them on if um, there are other identified needs um, through partners, organisations, such as the Linus Circle, who support women who are affected by domestic abuse and sexual violence um, to provide them with free well-being services. So it's it's a great great, um, way for me to, as I said, create this legacy for my mother um, and also allow myself to use, you know, what's, what, what is my purpose? You know, I, mm. I, I believe that, you know, there's no way that I would have this deep empathy and understanding for other women um, and be able to understand what some of their needs are right. if, if it wasn't for the purpose of creating the platform that I have. Mm. Um, so, yeah, so that, that's, that's me. Um, we have a Facebook group. Um, we also have a website. Um, if you want to come find out more information about our events or um, if you want to just engage with us and, you know, connect with some of the female brands who have featured on our platform, have launched with us, or, you know, even established brands um, come and pop up with us at our shopping our shopping social events. Um, so you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at amoredestined, um, or one word. Um, and, yeah, so come over and... Uh, and yeah. So that's amodestine. Can you spell it for, for them? Amodestine.org.uk. Amodestine. Yes. 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 Um, platforms so people have to access your your social media your web links your event page everything with a click of a button so we will do that definitely for you um yeah sorry you were saying something else about what you're doing with Amor Destine yeah so um Amor Destine um is a great way as I said for you know, women to be inspired. Um, I, I I promote um, connecting with other women and collaborating, um, and and that is something which I have really seen um, over the last like year or so since I have been doing these events. That women, you know, they they need it they need to feel mm-hmm. part of something they need to feel part of a community and they need to feel supported exactly. and i've seen so many women you know leave and make friends um business um relationships and go off and see them you know doing great things together and growing um, and that's the environment that you can expect when you know you come to a more destiny that you know it's as women, it's so important for us to realise that we're not on our own mm-hmm. um, and that actually it's okay for us to ask for help and ask for support. And that's something which um, a lot of these women have struggled to do, you know. And I think what is really nice is that when you can hear another woman's journey and another woman's story and she actually says to you or she 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 shares that, during her experience, understanding the power in having that support and that connection with another woman. Mm. Because a man cannot 
appreciate and understand fully in its entirety the journey, the female journey. You know, we we are built different and our our bodies are different, so hormonally we are we are very different to to the man. Um so the connection that you have with a woman is very different to the connection that you have with a man. Not to say that men cannot inspire you because I've had I've got many, you know, men over the years who I've been inspired by mm. and who supported me, championed me, um, in ways that actually have surprised me at times. <laughs> um I'm so grateful for yeah. um you know but I think just hearing the connection that these women have with somebody who comes to speak at our event or um, a lady who started her own business and the challenges that she's experienced in life, connecting with someone who is experienced, you know, the challenges that that person has mm. and understanding that they they have made it is is something that's so powerful. Definitely. Um, and and I, I was, was going to say, it's very uh, empowering. Um, it sounds like you create kind of empowering micro-ecosystem amongst the sisters, amongst the women. You give them womanhood, you give them sisterhood, you give them camaraderie. You know, it's just really powerful. I just want to know, what got you into working in and for the community? Because this brand, you could have gone into corporate... Uh, you could have got into a private sector, but you've chosen to actually work with women in the real, I'll say, the real world, the real community, you know, everyday people, well, everyday women, should I say. What got you into the community aspect of things? Um, well, I was working in the third sector for um, a charity that supports individuals affected by autism and other um, mental well-being um, conditions. And I was actually organizing um, an event for a resident, annual residential event for these individuals. And and in my my heart, in my mind, I'd I'd always had this, as I said, this burning desire to um, start something in my mum's sort of tribute to my mum as a legacy to her you know um, and and what I experienced while I was working for that organisation is that I was pretty good at bringing those individuals together um, who had that shared experience Mm. of the mental health and encouraging them to engage in a supportive um, uh, supportive environment um, over a weekend and I actually grew that in over a year by hunting the attendance was um up by hundred and fifty percent. It just gave me that confidence to to know that actually do you know what I can actually do this for you know what I'm most passionate about which is women, which is a cause that is going to elevate you know, women who have experienced similar things that my mother experienced. Mm. Because my mother experienced domestic violence. I'm a child. Uh, as a child, um, I, I I remember my mum, you know, experiencing domestic violence as well. So that's also something that has always uh, I've always carried with me. And yeah. and I remember how isolating it was for her and challenging it was for her to you know going from service to service and you know that not giving up and 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 not really getting the support that she needed she needed you know and not having a support network and um, because my mother she was she was born in Mali um and I'm not sure if if, if many, many people are familiar with Mali. It's, it's an African country um and we speak French in in uh, Mali. So being a native of Mali and not really being fluent in in, in English um, was an additional barrier that she had. Mm. So for me, um, I found myself, you know, assisting her with translating letters at a very young age and and things. And 
And as I said, it just always stays me. I, I, I thought to myself, I'm going to start something which will help to meet that gap at the time, which, you know, I felt was still very much not meeting the needs of, of women who are mm. experienced domestic abuse. Um, and and that's how it kind of came to came to light. Um, and it just happened that I had had, as I said, that experience of, you know, understanding, you know, the power of bringing, you know, people with a shared experience together and, you know, offering them, you know, some education on and some tools and um, through, you know, people who have experienced, you know, what they've experienced and, and that's how it came about. Um, yeah. And it's just evolved really. And it's just translated from these networking events built into this experience that women can, you know, get involved in um, and yeah, it's 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 wonderful. Wonderful. Oh, it's just I'm just touched and moved as like your story, like the the, the why of your story. Yes, it's one thing to identify needs. It's one thing to say, well, you know, about statistics about women and well-being and domestic violence, sexual violence. But you actually bring it close to home and say, well, that's part of my story, and it hasn't defined me. It's actually spurred me on to help other people. You know, which is quite inspiring within itself. Some people would have chosen to shut down and be like, well, you know, that part of me gone, dusted, buried, and just kind of shuffle along life. But you're like, no, I'm going to use this to help other people. And that's empowering. I can see why women come to you and be like, can you mentor me, please? You know, this inner strength <laughs> that you have given to others, it comes from a real place, you know. Um, we have male listeners and they might be thinking, well, how can I support, you know, if a woman in my life wants to do something similar, work in the community, what role can I place to help? So any advice to our brothers who, you know, who want to support champion causes like this, like you said, you've had males champion you to kind of make a more destiny into this, amazing massive platform for women so how can they play a part in supporting women in the community sure um yeah so how i've experienced support from the men in the community and how they can continue to support women Mm. is just by enabling them and encouraging them you know um support comes in so many different ways you know um sometimes just listening to women and understanding that actually, you know, we can do things on our own um, and we can start our own um, our ideas independently. And I think offering a service and not being afraid to allow, you know, if you are going to support a woman using your brand and your service, that actually it's okay for her to lead on that, mm. you know, that connection, that collaboration. And just be willing to just, you know, just learn as well on that journey and that experience. Because what I've found is that, you know, a lot of the men who I've worked with have, as you said, they've been kind of drawn to supporting me because of my my journey. And, mm. you know, they've appreciated that actually, you know, these women are amazing and these women are doing great things and one day I might have a daughter or I already have a daughter and, Mm -hmm. you know, this is exactly how I want my daughter to create, you know, relationships with other women, you know. So I would just say just don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to, to get involved or to ask questions, you know, and to support, um, or enable and connect, you know, because we are stronger when we support each other. We are stronger mm. when we work together, you know, and that's that's the best advice that I can give to any man um, who is considering supporting um, a female who is wanting to start her own her own business or her own 
initiative in some way. Um, so yeah, that's that's what I would that's what I'd say to them and say I'd also thank them. Mm. I thank all of all of the men who, you know, take time out of you know their their goals and their plans to you know support and and champion women and encourage them. You know, because there are like myself, I and as I said, I, I grew up in foster care. So for me, um I, I wasn't able to have that that support from my biological father, mm. you know, but I had um a, a foster father, you know, who was completely different to my my biological father, you know, so and that's had a positive effect on who I've turned out to be, mm, you know, and um, that's for my, my final foster care placement. So, you know, it's it's so important to understand and appreciate that, yes, there are really, really amazing women out there who have had <clears throat> challenges or who haven't had challenges and that men's roles are very, very significant in them also succeeding in life. You know, um, I just want to thank them, um, the ones who have appreciated females' journey and who enable us. Oh, amazing. Yes, yeah, so big up to all the men, the father figures, the uncles, the husbands, the partners, the business partners, you know, um, just turning up, particip- male participants, they're just turning up to show support and solidarity with us. Uh, female leadership in the community, in projects, in community businesses, in charities. You know, I've been supported by a few brothers in Mindsight Collective and getting it started. And it just makes a difference, you know, they do come with another perspective and, you know, if you're lucky you get them that you get those that are already listening. I'm not trying to man was it mansplain, but trying to fix something is listen. And then they just reflect back to you, and you're like, "Oh, yeah, actually, let's run with this, or mm-hmm. maybe we need to rethink this." And I think it's beautiful that synergy with the male and female can actually come together for the betterment of the community. You know, I think we have a such a bad rep, quote unquote rep. You know that the that that the brothers and sisters can't get on. You know, mm-hmm. the brothers do their own thing and. They just want the the man them, and then the women do their own thing and not invite the man them. It's just like actually there's synergy, there's complementary strengths that we could use of each other to really build a community that could be progressive. It doesn't matter if it's in the in 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 if it's focused on female or male, you can still support, you can still feed into that positive energy and really. Come together and give back, you know. So I'm, I'm, I'm so happy that you acknowledge, you know, there is a role for for men to play uh, in supporting female founders that that focusing on community work, you know, mm-hmm. community businesses, projects. I just love that because we need more of that. We need more of that narrative to come out, especially from the black community. So no, I'm I'm really happy to hear that you've had um you know amazing support all over, but also you've been championed by your um male cha- cheerleaders. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> as well. That's exactly what I would call them. Some of my my closest um, supporters are um, friends, male friends. Um, I would say um, are. Yeah, um, they are definitely my cheerleaders and I don't think I would be able to, you know, um, achieve, have been able to achieve what what I have done um, without them. So they, we, yeah, men, thank you. Yeah. Keep doing it. Um, women definitely need your support. Mm-hmm. And especially from a wellbeing perspective, um, as um, one of our events is called I Empower, and Ooh. the idea of I Empower is that we have this open discussion of mental health and well-being and, and how it's affecting us as a community. Mm. Um, and what happens is we 
have a panel of individuals who have been affected by mental health, who are either in, you know, the public eye or, you know, they set up um, a charity to meet the need um, uh, based on their, their lived experience. And then we have two topics that we debate, and it's an open um, space for men and women to come along um, to have this debate and this discussion about mental health and the topics are always focused I've always got two topics um, one will always be focused on adult mental health and you know um, and it could even just be as simple as you know do we you know do we really know how our loved one is coping with their mental health do we understand mm. what mental health is and then it everyone will debate that question or it could be you know focused on the child you know um sort of one of the most popular debates that we had was when we asked the question of should children be seen and not heard that's something of the history of of our history or is that still relevant today and of course no it's not Mm -hmm. you know we want young people to have a voice we want young people you know to express themselves and to understand that you know we all go through changes in life and that actually it's okay to talk about them and you know we need to give them the solutions so that they can overcome those challenges and and those mental you know well-being and barriers that that they've expect that they might be experiencing and you know how can they do that if they are just silent and they don't talk how do expect you know um them to go and you know create you know a successful business of their own if they're to just to be silent you know mm. they have to develop these skills to be confident and well-rounded individuals so yeah men we thank you <laughs> yes thank you i want to know how is amor destine impacting others and how do you measure this impact i know it's part of the third sector a lot of um, what we do needs to be measured in some way. Uh, so when people do ask us about the work within the community, we we can pull out our receipts <laughs> essentially. <laughs> so I sort of know, uh, you know how how do you know how has a more destiny impacted others? I know you mentioned a few, and then how do you go about measuring that impact? or collecting the impact, should I say? Yes, so for us, um, we conducted a survey. Um, and on that survey, um, we we asked them a series of questions um, related. This is from the event perspective. So mm-hmm. we would ask, you know, women, you know, um, has a more destiny, for example, um, helped you to you know to create positive changing changes in your life you know and we will be able to give responses to that on the survey and you know we we collect what event they've attended so they've got all they've always got an option to select so whether it was a shopping social event which is our female um marketplace event or mm. the iron power one as i mentioned um so they they're they're collected through survey i use um I use Google. I create my own um, surveys for Google, which are brilliant um, because you can <clears throat> you get your responses translated um, really easily um, into graphs um, once people have once you've collected all the responses, um, and that's how I collect my um, my feedback. Also, I use social media analytics to kind of understand, you know, um the kind of women who are engaging with us and then mm. from a business perspective yeah. and then also from the user's perspective and um, social media for me personally is, is, is a great tool for me to understand and collect that data um, and then also through you know social media you know and getting feedback through the polls and sometimes you know I get people to to engage in on social media about their experience experiences and um, using um, a more destined platform wow. you know I'm able to get feedback people give and um, I've got some great feedback and um, comments um, which I use to to help me to understand how I'm helping women because I'll be honest when I first started I wanted to just do everything <laughs> you know I wanted to help everyone I, yeah. I thought I could help you know, everyone and do everything and I threw, you know, myself into apps 
absolutely everything. I was everyone's mentor. The, you know, I was their event organiser. I was their connect. I was absolutely wow. for everybody. And as I, you know, and I, I found it very hard to say no. Mm. What has really helped me to, to, to kind of evolve and, and, and reevaluate what I'm offering to women and to define my service more, um, mm. which is one thing I would say to women, if you are starting a community business, is know that you're always going to go through a period of testing at the beginning yeah. to understand what are people getting most from interacting with your service? What do they get most from you? And that can only happen through trying and testing it and experiencing it. Mm. And that's how, you know, my measuring through the um, the surveys and by reviewing my social media and my feedback and, you know, the quotes and things that people give to me, you know, by, um, directly or on social media or by email, I've then been able to understand, aha, uh-huh, this is what mm. people get from my platform and this is what I need to focus on. Um, and that, and they should always be at the forefront of your decision-making of what you're going to focus on because exactly. that's how they're benefiting, you know, um, and that's how I measure my impact. One, how, how do they feel most helped? How, you know, how do they um, feel most supported? You know, how, how are they hearing about me and that's how I that's how I am measure my impact that's amazing so you know impact is very important like in terms of measuring how are you meeting the need how are you reaching the people and I think anybody that wants to start you know working in the community having their own business or initiative or project impact is so important that's why through that question in there, because I know you're a very clever lady, and you're very good at engaging oh. and measuring. So I, I'm, I'm glad. I just want to kind of focus a bit more on your journey as a female leader, as a community leader, and, and a founder. Can you just can you, in, in a short kind of, I know actually, you know, I'm not gonna limit you. But do you think we only got 15 minutes left and I have so many more questions that's going to help our audience get a better understanding of you and, and, and how they can connect with you? So, but I just want to know, what has been the, the highlight of working in the community thus far? The highlight for me has just been able to see that these women have benefited from engaging with a more destined, whether it be through an event or, you know, whether it be through, you know, just having a chat and and feeling supported by myself Mm. as a mentor and seeing and grow. That is my, that for me is, you can't pay for that. Like knowing that these women have got some kind of, uh, what's it called? ignition through that interaction mm-hmm. um you know that they've they've maybe connected with somebody who's helped them to achieve their goals and you know or, or help them towards meeting those goals in life through their professional career or by starting their own business and and hearing that that's been as a result of coming to one of our events or mm-hmm. you know um engaging with me as a mentor and that for me is my highlight, um, and and that is my main motivation. Um, so yeah, that's that's amazing, and like you said, it's rewarding, isn't it? It's, mm. You don't get that feeling when you're uh, in a cubicle somewhere <laughs> in the courtroom building in the city, you know, uh, making money for the man, and still, you know, not finding that reward. <laughs> it's just something <laughs> where you. Yeah get to see the impact directly, you know, when people reach back to you and say, hey, because of this event or because of what you said or because you're mentoring, I've achieved this, I've overcome this, you know, and, well, I'm, your mum would be very, very proud of you, you know, I am, and I'm just Aww. looking from the outside in, and it's just, I don't know where you get this energy from, you have so much energy um, to do so much that you're doing, you know, and you're involved in so many other 
community-led projects and stuff like that. You still find time to to help the ladies within the organisation. That's amazing. And it kind of leads me on to my next question. What does it take to be an exemplary female community leader? Because I see you as one. Oh, bless you. I'm really humbled that you've, you know, that's how you see me. Um, You know, I'm just human. I just... I don't, I don't see myself that way, but you know, it's, you know, I'll be honest, it's, 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 it's not easy. But one thing I would say, um, you know, in order for you to be a community leader, is to just don't give up. That's the best thing that you can mm. um, do in life, um, which is, you know, my my mantra. It's the message of my brand, which is a more destiny, love, love destiny. You know, and, and and appreciate that you have the opportunity to create, you know, your own future. Yes, you may have been through something challenging in your life, but you know what? You're still here. Mm-hmm. You've got the opportunity to create something new for yourself. Your life doesn't need to end there. Doesn't need to be over, you know. Um, so you have to not give up. You have to have an, you know, that inner strength that, um, you know, you believe that you're walking in your purpose, and that's that's what you have to have. You have to just not not give up. You have to be empathetic. You have to um, be able to understand, you know, that it's actually really good to just take a step back. And just listen. That's something that I mm. take great pleasure um doing as a a leader in in just trying to to hear the things that they're they're not saying maybe fully verbally, but by really taking a step back and listening, um, it helps you to really understand other human beings and you know how how they need to feel supported. Um so yeah. So don't give up. Um, be a great listener, and don't be afraid to ask for help. Um, and Ooh, often, yeah. you know, working um, in the community, you know, there's so much at your hands, you know, for you to reach out for support within the community. Mm-hmm. And you know, you are not your own island. We are not our own island. You know, you have to be able to understand that if you're there to support the need of your community, you can't be it. You're not everything. Mm -hmm. There are great individuals around you who can give those people what they need in your community to make your community better. So don't be afraid to reach out for support within your community so that you can create create that impact together you know um so yeah so it's yeah there you go this is why this is why you're the right woman for for this interview you know you have a lot of compassion and you're keeping it real you're keeping it 100 you know and i love that 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 i think it's also an extra quality keeping it real <laughs> you have to keep it real <laughs> yeah. keep it real out here in the streets yeah. <laughs> learn like if you don't make mistakes you have to keep it real exactly um so yeah 100% and don't be afraid that's it don't be afraid to make mistakes don't be afraid exactly (laughs) talking about keeping it real I just wanted to (laughs) (laughs) I just want to ask you what have been your challenges thus far and how did you overcome them maybe maybe one that's happened recently that you feel oh yeah that's a challenge and I kicked off at it as well. <laughs> um, is this personal or related to community? However you want to answer that question about keeping it real. <laughs> now she's got on more this. Yeah. Um, no, I'm, I'm going to say that recently um, I found it extremely challenging to um, finish Complete, like completing my draft for my next um, e-newsletter simply because I had an accident recently um, and I've been feeling a little bit sorry for myself. Let's keep it real. Yeah, um, yeah. And trying to juggle, trying to just juggle like 
as you said, like I do quite a lot outside of a more discipline. Mm. Um, I have my day um, activities and then I do other things in, in, in the evenings. And what I've realised is that actually I need to just sometimes just take time out for myself. Mm. And it's actually okay for me to not put pressure on myself to try to finish everything all in one go. Yeah. Um, and so what I did at the weekend is I made sure that I did that. I made sure that I'm going to do this over three days and and I know it's going to be done and it's going to be done well um, and I'm still going to fit in those important things that make me smile and spend time with my daughter and, and just have downtime because we don't, mm. you know, we don't, we don't appreciate the importance of just doing stuff for ourselves sometimes, yeah. and and that's how I've I I've overcome that challenge. Yeah, um, a lot of people can relate. A lot of people can relate. Trying to get that balance, not beating yourself up. You haven't completed something. Life gets in the way, you know, of your plans, and you got yeah. to kind of roll the punches, kind of thing. So no, I think it's very relevant challenge mm. and overcoming yeah it kind of reminds us take time out <laughs> it is time consuming energy consuming trying to meet everyone's needs within the community you're trying to help so it's good sometimes mm. to and if you don't do it if you don't pull yourself back then the universe will be like i'm just gonna shake it up a little bit you know a little adversity and you're like, okay i've got to step back now you know i've, mm. I've got to I have no choice. <laughs> I can't move, or I'm not well, or you know, my finances not in order. You have to take time out. So I'd rather people learn, like you've learned, to take time out, get that balance, mm. connect with your family, connect with yourself, fill your cup up first before giving to anybody, rather than the universe have to do something drastic for you to take exactly. time out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know. Uh, we're running out of time. We've got two, three more minutes left. I just wanted to um, ask you, what would you say to all of those who are aspiring to become a community worker, connector, or leader that may be listening? What do you have to say to them? Do it. Just do it. Um, don't allow yourself to, if you've got a genuine passion, um for it you know it will it will be definitely something which will help you to grow and and appreciate who you are um and 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 why you're why you've been given that desire within you to do it um so i would say just do it um and don't be afraid to ask um people for help mm. and for support um and yeah, get be ready, be prepared to grow. Um, becoming a community leader, a connector is it's very rewarding from a growth perspective because it helps you to learn a lot about yourself and um, and why you're here um, and all your strengths and to do it. Mm, thank you, thank you so much for your time. How can people get hold of you to continue this conversation? People can get hold of me through our social media. Um, so we have a Twitter, we have Instagram, um, we have Facebook. And you can find us at Amore Destine. Um, that's across all of those platforms. Um, or if you'd like to send us an email, um, you can send us an email to info at amoredestine.org.uk. <coughs> and we do have an event coming up, an end-of-year celebration event. So do visit our website to keep up to date and to join our mailing list as we'll be sending out our emails this week. Um, oh, amazing. On that end of year celebration, it's free as well. Um, so, yeah. That's how you I'm get my this. ticket. <laughs> yes, go to my ticket. Eight to the men. Yes, girl. You need to be there. You need to be there. It's going to be a great event and it's in collaboration with an amazing, inspiring woman um, who has actually um, been a part of a more destined journey from mm. from pretty much the beginning as well. Wow. She wow. has her own platform 
and it's called the Pamper Session. So it's very exciting. Um, so yeah, connect with us. Don't be afraid to send me a DM. Um, I'm very good at responding. So yeah, so thank you very much um, for for your time, Dion, and um, wanting to understand about my journey. Um, and you know, you keep doing what you're doing because you're thank a you. very inspiring young lady, and you know you've got a really big heart. And and I know that the, the projects that you're working on and that you're going to be rolling out are going to definitely create some positive change in our community and it's needed you know so just just just, yeah no it's it's really amazing um to be able to connect with somebody who has that heart that wants to really genuinely help um so yeah um thank you so much thank you and we've come to the end of our interview I could have I wanted to ask you a thousand one more questions <laughs> um, but you know people do connect with Annie at uk and ask her questions she's so clever like ask her questions oh, you know God. she might have to start charging soon but <laughs> but uh, you're know, sliding her DMs you know and and just pick her brain because she's a great leader and she has an inspiring story and she's making a massive impact and so yeah we just i'm just grateful that you took some time out this morning to chat with us yeah so thank you oh it's been a pleasure thank you so much thank you so we've come to the end of our interview i hope you enjoyed the mindset collective podcast and you have been uplifted be sure to subscribe to stay wise follow if you want freedom tomorrow rate and comment if you loved our content Let's keep the conversation going on Instagram at Mindsight Collective and on Twitter, Mindsight Tweets. Don't forget to go to our platform at MindsightCollective.com for more provocative thought, art, music and inspiration. Free your mind. Free your mind.